Hello, Horror Fanatics! I'm Frank. And I'm John, and we welcome you to our weekly podcast, Oh! The Horror! Thank you for joining us as we dive deep into all things horror, supernatural, scary, and downright creepy. If you like what you hear, you lazy sons of bitches, <laughs> rate, review, and subscribe or follow to add us to your regular rotation of podcasts. You can also submit any of those ideas, comments, and suggestions, or rants, or criticisms, or, you know, just crap you hate about this show yeah. to email us at oth at seriouslydecent.com. Happy Halloween! So I've been listening to this podcast, and he's got a decoration. And in the back, you hear, Happy Halloween! <laughs> Happy Halloween! <laughs> so I've been hearing that now for two weeks. So every time I hear Happy Halloween, instead I hear Happy Halloween. And now you guys can too. Nice, yeah. Yeah, Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween! Yep, we're in good shape. Or, I'm sorry, for... My pagan friends. Sure, sure. Sawin. Yeah. I would. I'm Irish, so I'm gonna do the Irish pronunciation. Well, yeah. yeah. There really isn't. No. Another way to do well, it. Well, there's Sawin, Sawin. Yeah. Sawin. No, that's kind of the problem yeah. with the whole thing. Yeah. You yeah, know. yeah. 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 But yeah, the Irish. Uh, it's kind of quarter. We feature the Irish today. We on do. Today's episode, which is kind of a surprise to everyone. Good friend. You know, because uh, we um, decided to throw uh, a bonus on there. So we did the uh, the Halloween hot sauce uh, challenge. Yep. And that you'll be able to, as you're listening to this now, yes. you'll be able to go to our YouTube channel and you watch that. go to the YouTubes. Or if you're in the Facebook group, we'll probably post the link to the YouTube. The, the video. Uh, you know channel yeah that we yep. have yep 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 if it sounds awkward and everything it's because it is because it's our first video that we've done and it's we the had first a video. time limit so yeah. so it's the first video yep. i did for youtube that i post on youtube which think about that for a second as long as i've been in it and as long as i've been in technology it's the first time i've posted a video like made one so guys, and I'm a photographer for Pete's sake. Like this I'm is... gonna take you back 15 years to when Frank and I first met, and Frank had this thing where sleep. He was like, "What is this thing sleep you refer to?" And I would I would ask him, you know, "Hey, how'd you sleep?" Or I see you didn't get very much sleep. Yeah. And your canned response for like a year was, I got lost in the YouTube wormhole. I know. It's crazy. Because <laughs> I am a YouTube wormhole junkie. Yeah. You know, I'll start out with listening to maybe like a, uh, you know, something pretty innocuous. Just yeah. like, you know, uh, um, maybe just a, a, a video that talks about how a song was made, you know, by like Rick Beto. And then uh, the next thing I know, I am deep. Mm-hmm. Two in the morning. Yeah. You know, I get better sleep now, but like back those yeah. days, you know, Rick Beto wasn't out there. But yeah, I I never did a video, like created one, mm-hmm. and did any kind of editing or anything like mm-hmm. that and put it on YouTube. Like I never As an did avid that. consumer that you were, I'm, yeah. I'm shocked. Well, I mean... 
let's let's put that in a different context. I love cookies. Cookie Monster is my spirit animal. Yeah. You don't see me making the damn things. You no, know. you don't. No. You don't. That's, and there's However, a reason for that because I don't that, have any self-control. That commercial with Cookie Monster, Siri, play, co- <laughs> play Cookie Weightless. Yeah, that's me. That's 100% you. That is me. That, yeah. that <laughs> watching that commercial. That's when we nailed it that yeah, he's my spirit animal. I was like, animal. oh, my God. Yeah. That is your spirit. <laughs> I'm in love with Cookie Monster. <laughs> well, when we first got together, you were grumpy. Grumpy the dwarf. Yeah, yeah. Because I, was I wasn't like, getting oh, sleep. Oh, you why. must be grumpy. Oh, you used to piss me right the fuck off. I man. know. Oh, then, get me so and upset. The more upset you got, the yeah. more I'd be like, the more you rip it. Flake wins angry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go play golf. Let this pass till the next one comes. Yeah, so it was a first trial with it. And you know what? I'm glad I got past all the anxiety of it and just like, and it wasn't really as much like anxiety. It was just like, I didn't know how it was going to work. I didn't know if it was going to work. And no, and then the promise is the thing is, is like you make a promise on here that you're going to do it. So now you're beholden to it and you got to, you got to follow through, you know, and then there's stuff going on in the background. Right. That just, um, it's hard to juggle all the stuff. But uh, the good news is, is. We lived. No, so the hot, the hot wings. <laughs> yeah, we're alive. Spoilers. Spoilers. We lived. Spoilers. We made it. Um, we're not going to try to spoil that too much, but we had, we had fun with it. We did. Um, we, um, for, from a video perspective, I'm a lot more confident about pushing video out next year. Mm-hmm. And we talk more about that in the yeah. episode. We had a camera restriction, which was something I learned right at last minute yep. that we could only do 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if it seems a bit rushed, that's why. It is, yeah. Uh, but these are all things that I'm glad we tested out so I could look into the future of, you know, trying to figure out how to do different types of stuff that, like I said, we're going to divulge into more uh, on the video if you yeah. want to get the scoop on that. Uh, definitely want to thank the listeners who put in questions. I had no idea. I I yeah, didn't I, get to see the I questions kept those under lock and key. beforehand. So yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. So uh Diana, uh Kiara from Ireland, uh Amelia Amelia from uh France, Jessica, Rachel, uh Sophia from Spain, uh Ashley, Sarah and Lily, thank nice. you for the questions. Yep. And uh, and we were able to. We answered all the questions. We answered. All, we tried. <laughs> Guys, it. I. Yeah. Yeah. It was, watch it. It was. It was fun experience. Uh, yeah, you can. And, you can see that as we progress through. Yeah. yeah. Our downfall. <laughs> yeah. No. There's. There's a point where it's looking really good, and we're confident, and then. And we're like, this is. This yeah. is going to be bad at and all. And then the wheels start to buckle, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yep. And then at the end, it's just like, yeah, we got to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was hard to even. Well, I'm not gonna yeah. get too much into it, but no, it was good and uh, definitely. Yeah, if if I were to do that whole video again, I'd have a whole different, different quality yeah. aspe- yep. aspect to it. But but yeah, for the first time, it's good to toss out there and have it for uh, posterity's sake. You know. So this is an actual surprise yeah. episode. You guys have no idea. No what idea. We're talk about. We were leading up to the Stanford uh, prison experiment. Yep. And that's going to be next week. Next week, week. yeah. Uh, but, we, yeah, we were thinking, you know what? 
nobody's, you know, some people might not be into the whole YouTube thing and the hot mm-hmm. sauce thing. Mm-hmm. And we were like, yeah, you know what? We can't offend the base, so to speak. You know, let's do something that's like Halloween. Yeah. And what could be better on a Halloween episode than the history of the jack-o'-lantern? Yeah. So I have two sources. Really? History.com. Yeah. And New York Times, it's actually a wire cutter guide, which okay. I'm really sorry that I didn't bring this to you guys earlier because I have a lot of tips and tricks for pumpkin carving. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Genie's out of the bottle. You've already carved your pumpkin. But you can tag this and save it for next year mm-hmm. because I'm breaking this shit down for you. No, that's cool. I got um, history.com, mm-hmm. uh, Carnegie uh, Center, uh, cracked.com, and then uh, what's this one? Carnegie Museum of Natural History. Okay. So, um, yeah, let's kick off Jack-O-Lanterns because I actually learned a lot from this. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So pumpkins with ghoulish faces illuminated by candles are... Typical of the Halloween season, the practice of carving ghoulish faces on vegetables has its roots in Ireland, where large turnips served as early canvases. And I have shared photos of the carved turnips in the Facebook group, and they are frighteningly disturbing. The old ones, yeah. Yeah. In fact, the name Jack O'Lantern comes from an Irish folktale about a man named Stingy Jack. Stingy Jack. Irish immigrants brought the tradition to America, home of the pumpkin, and it became an integral part of Halloween festivities. Yeah, so they were doing turnips back in the day. Yeah. Because turnips they, were more they prominent. they actually and, used them as a lantern. Yeah, this actually goes back to the Maori in uh, New Zealand. Mm. And they were using them as uh, as lanterns, so... It's not just a European thing that was locked. Right. Because, yeah. I mean, you think about it, not everybody had access to metal. Right. You know, or anything mm-hmm. like that. But they had access to fire. Mm-hmm. And then so to transport light yeah. around. You needed a vessel. You needed a vessel. So like these turnip type uh, situations or, you know, that that type of uh, vessel was became popular. So it's I'd love seeing these things in history where there's a need for something mm-hmm. and you see, see a it, need, fill yeah, a need. <laughs> but you see it pop up like right, all yeah. over the world in different types of time frames. But you look and you're like, yeah, there was no connection because this person was doing it or this person mm-hmm. was doing it. It was just common sense out of design yeah. to exist. Right. You know, and so yeah, I was reading that. I didn't really get the dates kind of fleshed mm-hmm. out, but yeah, the Maury and uh New Zealand, and then, uh, yeah, there's some other stuff where, yeah, so it was kind of sprinkling around all the time. But, mm-hmm. like, as you mentioned, the pumpkin part that we're into, that was when the European settlers the, yep, came over, came and the specifically States. the Irish, because yes. the Irish were doing this. And then the indigenous uh, folks in America introduced the pumpkin. Mm-hmm. and They're like, whoa. Yeah. Big lantern. Yeah, big lantern. Big orange lantern. Plus, you can actually use the insides for a nice little pie. Oh, you, you know, can roast the squash, pumpkin seeds. You know, you got the seeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, waste Which, not, 
our Spanish-speaking friends know as pepitas. Sure. And sure. they're delicioso. <laughs> so what about the story of Stingy Jack, where they get the jack-o'-lantern yeah. name? Yeah. That, that Irish legend first appeared in print in the 19th century. And it's, of course, our man, Stingy Jack. And according to the story, Stingy Jack invited the devil to have a drink with him. True to his name, Stingy Jack didn't want to pay for his drink, so he convinced the devil to turn himself into a coin that Jack could use to buy their drinks. I'm going to I'm gonna stop that. I don't know okay. if you guys can hear it, but uh, Dean's going to pound town on, on, a, an, antler. on, an, on an elk <laughs> antler, and it's grinding, so I'm going to try to get that away from him. Go ahead. Once the devil did so, Jack decided to keep the money and put it into his pocket next to a silver cross, which pre- which prevented the devil from changing back into his original form. Jack eventually freed the devil under the condition that he would not bother Jack for one year and that should Jack die, he would not claim his soul. The next year, Jack again tricked the devil into climbing into a tree to pick a piece of fruit. While he was up in the tree, Jack carved a sign of the cross into the tree's bark so that the devil could not come down until the devil promised Jack not to bother him for 10 more years. Soon after, Jack died. As the legend goes, God would not allow such an unsavory figure into heaven. The devil, upset by the trick Jack had played on him and keeping his word not to claim his soul, would not allow Jack into hell. He sent Jack off into the dark night with only a burning coal to light his way. Jack put the coal into a carved-out turnip and has been roaming the earth with it ever since. The Irish began to refer to this ghostly figure as Jack of the Lantern, and then simply Jack O'Lantern. That story likely drew on a parallel etymology of the term Jack O the Lantern as akin to Will-o'-the-Wisp, a mysterious excuse me, light seen in a wooded or swampy area at night, sometimes with natural causes, other times as a result of mischievous children lighting lanterns. In Ireland and Scotland... So, quick pause for a moment. Yes. There's other deviations of that story, too. Yeah? Uh, Yeah, so there's the one where, you know, it's the first stage of that story where he's tricking the devil and, um, you know, it's uh, the coin. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. there's the coin part of it. Yep. Uh, and, you know, he holds the coin and yep. he has the cross yep. and all that. And then there's the second part of the story. I was getting Dean out. I don't know if you mentioned this, but I'm just glad I still have my hand because yeah. he didn't want to part with that thing yeah. at all. Uh, so basically there's another part of the story where, uh, you know, the time expired. The devil came back. Yeah. He's, it's after the 10 mm-hmm. years. And so he tricked him again with an apple. Mm-hmm. And did you mention that part, or it wasn't an apple so, per se, but he tricked him up into a tree, carved yeah. a so it was a cross the apple on the tree. and tricked him with the tree and put the cross on the tree. Yeah, so. and in this version, it's just to pick a piece of fruit, not mm-hmm. a yeah. specific fruit. And so basically, that held him to the end of time. Yep. And so then he gets to the pearly gates, and he's thinking like, "I'm in, man." Nope. And pearly gates are like, yeah, no, dude. And the devil's like, the no, devil's I like, said I wouldn't take you. I don't want to deal with you either. Here. Yeah. Piece of coal for your troubles. Yeah. Just when you think you got the system licked. No. Yeah. No. 
So in Ireland and Scotland, people began to make their own version of Jack's lanterns by carving scary faces into turnips and placing them into windows or near doors to frighten away stingy Jack and other wandering evil spirits. In England, large beets are used. Immigrants from these countries brought their vegetable carving traditions with them when they came to the United States, helping change American pumpkin carving from a general autumn pastime to one uniquely associated with Halloween. So now I'm going to actually get into carving jack-o'-lanterns and jack-o'-lanterns. The typical jack-o'-lantern normally has a three-day life expectancy at best, said Mark Evan, co-founder of Maniac Pumpkin Carvers in Brooklyn, New York, in a phone interview. With something so highly perishable, it's a very zen thing to carve a pumpkin knowing that it might not last as long as it took you to make it. However, if you're determined to make your jack-o'-lantern endure for as long as humanly possible, Evan and his maniac pumpkin carver's co-founder, Chris Soria, say you can take several preventative steps to decelerate its demise. They also spoke to Wirecutter contributor Taryn Mormon, who wrote out step-by-step guides on how to carve a jack-o'-lantern for further advice. Just keep in mind that, as Evan pointed out, even with everything that you do to try and preserve them, sometimes they still will rot in three days. But you can always carve more pumpkins. Well, I mean, pumpkins are kind of expensive. So Mm. I get why you want to... I know we always did it. It was like, seems like right before... Halloween. Yeah, yeah. We we carved it. And we were driving not too long ago and I was like, it's only October first. And they, they literally had eight pumpkins carved. Yeah. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way they're gonna make it to Halloween. Yeah, but you get people that are just excited to do it and yeah. you know, I get it. Uh we do not recommend brining pumpkins, spraying them with bleach or coating them in WD forty, which I didn't even know was a thing. As some questionable advisors on the internet might suggest, I have seen the bleach. I've not seen WD-40. stink. Oh, any of these options can be harmful to wildlife, not to mention they're a lot of work for might still be little or no payoff. Uh, Most people are cutting their jack-o'-lanterns whole through which you scoop out the inside in the wrong place. Mm -hmm. Most everybody does it at the top. However, the stem is crucial to preserve for structural reasons. As Surya put it, it's almost like the top of an umbrella holding the pumpkin together. If you cut through the top after a day or two, that lid tends to fall right through the hole that you've made. Then it's only a matter of time before the pumpkin is completely gone. Well, and then it falls so, in on itself, too. when you're ready to turn your pumpkin into a jack-o'-lantern, begin either by cutting a hole in the bottom, mm-hmm. as Taryn recommends, or on the back side of your creation, yeah. as Evan suggests. Either way, save that piece so you can put it back in place like a stopper when you're done. The Messermeister 3 three-piece pumpkin carving set we recommend comes with a sawtooth carver that's perfect for this step. And they like the home memory flameless LED tea light candles to light it up. Mm-hmm. I like just the regular, you can buy them Anywhere. I've seen them in Walmart. I've seen them in Target. I've seen them in Home Goods. Like anywhere they sell the pumpkin stuff, they have it's a little round um, disc and it's called Pumpkin Light. 
and you put batteries in the bottom and then you just pop the top and it lights up the inside of your pumpkin. And it used to just be like an orange light. They have since made different colors, oh, flashes, sure. yeah. it does stuff. So you can go yeah. as fancy, as high tech or low tech as you want. Fresh pumpkins last longer, and typically the freshest pumpkins are available at farm stands, farmer's markets, and pumpkin patches. So Evan, is there anything to treat like a pumpkin, or are we getting We're to getting that? there. Sweet. Pumpkins from grocery stores or big box stores are never as fresh as when you go directly to the source. Yeah. Because they've had to be transported there. Pumpkins at optimal freshness freshness display telltale signs starting with that essential stem well you can also you know if you go to a place where it's grown you can see whether it's been humane or not whether it's been grown <laughs> in a nice environment you know yes so it has a full life yes sure whether it was free range sure or sure. caged yeah a fresh gourd has its stem firmly attached so the first thing you want to look for is a pumpkin that actually has a stem a lot of times in the grocery stores in that big bin, mm -hmm. the stem is either broken off yeah. or it's been mangled mangled, or yeah. it's snapped off completely. Mm -hmm. And there's there's literally no evidence that the stem had been there other than the scar. Yeah. I used to have a stem. You don't want that pumpkin. That pumpkin is, is already dying. Mm -hmm. So because, again... Stem is the lifeline. The greener the stem, the better. So if it's a, at the pumpkin patches, you usually see bright green stems. They're, they're rarely, if ever, have I seen a brown one. The browning actually starts when it's just sitting there hanging out for a oh, while. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Some nutrients are still going into the pumpkin through that stem, even after it's been picked, which is why it's important to keep the stem intact. As pumpkins get older, the stems get dry and brittle and tend to fall off pretty easily, as evidenced by the uh, sad pumpkins in the in the big old bin. Mm -hmm. You should also pick up the pumpkin by the bottom, never the stem. It's not a handle. And give it a visual once over. Look for smooth, unblemished skin that's free from bruising, a sign it may be rotting already or rot more quickly. Or holes created by burrowing critters. Which, fun fact, if you've watched the videos on the internet, if you just take off that first hard outer layer on your pumpkin and leave it outside, the squirrels, the birds, and the chipmunks will eat away at that. And it's almost as frighteningly disturbing as the carved turnip. So you could have, like, it's... I'm so about this. It's, it's like pretty. I really want to do that. I watched. I've actually watched chickens do it in a time lapse, and I will say the chickens are the best because they actually do clean out the seeds and everything from the inside. Sure. Chipmunks and squirrels, they they give you a much bigger design mm -hmm. because they are much more destructive and they too will eat the guts from the inside yeah and they are disturbing i believe i have shared videos in the facebook group if not I, I will i never even really considered that and i mean like everything you're saying makes sense you know i mean it's so it's... funny this woman she carefully 
she puts like the she traces the face onto her pumpkin and it looks super cute. And then she just takes that the orange hard rind off. Sure. She still leaves all the flesh. And the minute she put it on the ground, the the chickens start pecking just at start going to town. The empty spots where it's just flesh. Yeah. And then it's like three days later. And yeah, then you can yeah. see like they've actually like there's holes for the eyes, the nose, the mouth. And then it's like after five days, you legit have a carved pumpkin. You can put a candle in and everything. Just done. Done. In like a week. Yeah. You didn't do anything. Wow. You don't need to carve your pumpkin. You don't need to do shit. It's another benefit of homesteading. <laughs> the lazy you know. man's pumpkin. Yeah. There Another you have benefit it, of homesteading right there. <laughs> wow. They like cool temperatures and circulating air, so they fare better amid chilly mm-hmm. autumnal breezes than inside your home because you keep your home warm, especially if you have your heat on. If you keep it indoors, how long it's going to last is going to be hit or miss. Evan explained, if it's kept outdoors or at least cool prior to carving, it's going to last a long time. Don't worry about wildlife showing interest at this stage, as he added that animals tend to leave them alone until they're carved. Alternatively, you can stash your pumpkin in a fridge if you've got the space. And if you're certain it won't get too cold in there, refrigerator our refrigeration is good, freezing is bad. Evan said, pumpkins are made mostly of water. So once you freeze them, the cell walls can break and then they lose their structure. And you can tell, like if we've had a a hard frost, you can tell on your pumpkin if your pumpkin has been affected by the frost because the color of your pumpkin will go from orange to a washed out color. Like it almost looks like if you have green It'll almost be uh, a gray. Like you can just see the color leaching out of the pumpkin. And once that happens, you're already you're already rotting. So you can compost it. Nice. Yeah. A basic scrub down with soap and water helps remove some of the bacteria, yeast, or airborne contaminants that may be on your pumpkin surface, Evan said, which could be transmitted to the interior. While you're carving, speeding up the degeneration process. What kind of soap would you use for that? We just used warm water, Mm -hmm. to be honest, and like a vegetable brush. We didn't even bother with soap. Mm -hmm. We just used warm water and the vegetable brush because it would take the dirt. And it's unfortunate if you go to a pumpkin patch. It's a different time now. That's when you used to drink out of a hose (laughs) in someone's backyard. You know, they don't do it. But if you go to a pumpkin patch, like, they they are literally picked right from the field, so they yeah. do have that dirt and stuff on it. And a lot of it. times when you're cleaning off that dirt, you'll discover the blemishes and bruises, mm. which is what you're trying to avoid in the first place. Yeah. And a lot of times you don't realize till you get it home and you clean it. Mm-hmm. As Taryn has noted, removing all of the pumpkin seeds and pulp is crucial for keeping moisture at bay. Sure. Uh, you want to make sure that your uh, tools are also clean before you start using because they, too, can transmit bacteria and junk to it. So clean as a beak. Clean is very important. Yeah. Uh, do you have to clean the chicken's beak if I want to? <laughs> no. No? Okay. See, you don't have to do any of yeah. that if you go the so chicken route. Just, no. Just chickens and yep. a pumpkin. Yep. 
and just step back and watch the yep. magic happen. And let and let her go. <laughs> <laughs> you also that shit and let it go. Sure, sure. Let it go. <laughs> so once you've removed the guts and the pumpkin seed, take the guts out, the stringy, yucky, orangey, the slimy stuff, and rinse off your pumpkin seeds, and you can roast them in the oven. I wouldn't go any higher than 350. Uh, we used to just... We haven't done that in a long time. No, we haven't. Uh, we used to just sprinkle salt on them. Mm -hmm. But... You can do like um, spice blends, like a garlic salt, little pepper, you know, jazz it up. And, you know, you, you just want them to get lightly golden. So your actual cook time is going to depend on the temperature of your oven, whether you're baking at convection, and how dry you let your seeds get before you put them in. If you're going to put a seasoning on them, I say just, you know, you want them to be damp so that the seasoning will adhere to it. Mm -hmm. Then just, you know, I would spray. You don't have to, but if you spray your um, cookie sheet or if you put down uh, parchment paper, mm -hmm. then you don't have to worry about, you know, possibly sticking or if you forget that you put pumpkin seeds in the oven and they're in there for just a little bit too long. Like when you start to smell them, they're done. And you'll know. You will know when you smell them. That's a common mishap I find with people that cook things mm -hmm. in general. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, because like you and I are the type where we don't really use timers. You know, like it just... I rarely use a, a timer. A, we've just cooked enough to where we just know, mm -hmm. quote unquote, but yeah. even other things like, you know, people would say, you know, like even if you put stuff in the oven or something like that. This goes from like warming a burrito to like making anything. cookies or anything. Anything it's like you're putting the in The moment there, you smell it. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's, or it's you literally got a maybe legit, a minute more. Yeah, you got like a, you got maybe a, couple, minute a couple of minutes to yeah. play around on but how when you, you want to have things. It, but yeah. Yeah. That's whether you're warming a pizza up exactly. in the oven or whatever. Yep. You know, it's... Yeah. Uh, I always do a timer once in a while because I'll just get, especially if I know I'm going to be like wrapped up in something because mm -hmm. I just know my concentration level will right. just put me somewhere and I won't even smell it. You know, that just. So they recommend the Messemeister uh, set because I guess it has a scraper. scraper. Pumpkin Masters has a scraper, but I have also seen, and this works the best, it's just a flat piece of plastic. Mm-hmm. That has a semicircle at the bottom with teeth, you know, like on pinking shears. Mm -hmm. And you just scrape that. And because it's that one thin sheet of plastic, it's moldable. So mm -hmm. it will actually form into the contours and spaces yeah. of the pumpkin. And that actually does the best at scooping out everything and getting everything out. Have you seen people use like hand mixers? I have seen that. I've seen video. What's your thoughts on that? No. I always wondered what. It's not. If you had just one beater on it, maybe. Mm -hmm. But there's not enough. You know, there's not. A, you don't have enough control. Mm -hmm. Because you can't get what's up at the top, 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 the tippy yeah. top. Yeah. And if you go too far into the bottom, you're going to, well, 
if you carve from the bottom, then it's not going to be a problem. Mm -hmm. It might actually be more effective than if you're cutting your pumpkin from the top. So if you actually follow the cut the bottom, yeah, that might work. That's what I'm saying. Cut the yeah. bottom and then you get yeah. a, a hand blender in there. That I could see how it mixer. would it would yeah. work, but I really do think that plain flat sheet of plastic mm -hmm. would actually be faster and more thorough than even using the hand mixer. I got you. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Throwing a little variety out there. <laughs> And they do rec you you are gonna have to put your hands in there, yeah. And not hands with a glove on because you actually need to feel if there's any slimy, mm -hmm. gooey guts in there. Because yeah. if there is, that's going to increase your rate of decomposition. So if you want your pumpkin to last, you gotta get all that shit out of there. Yeah. So when in doubt, it's better to cut away some of the pumpkin wall along with the pulp. And I will tell you, when I was a kid, I feel like the the thickness of the pumpkin, once you took the guts and stuff out, was smaller than it is today. Mm -hmm. I'm finding the, like, instead of just a half inch to an inch, you've got an inch plus. So there's plenty of So this is like flesh. the exact opposite of everything else as you go from a kid to an adult. Like, <laughs> yeah. everything's smaller. Yeah. Everything's no. a different size. The pumpkins certain, are you know. bigger, thicker. So it's big, pumpkins are bigger and better now. <laughs> they are. Actually, nice. well, yeah, perfect. They just say you, you, what you're trying to do is you're trying to keep everything smooth so moisture doesn't have channels or divots to build up in because yeah. that extra dampness is more of a problem on the pumpkin's hollowed out interior than it's more rugged exterior. Finish by patting the inside dry with a paper towel. I've never done that stuff. Yeah, I don't. I don't see the what fewer that would do. Holes you carve into it, the longer your finished jack o' lantern will last. Mm -hmm. Soria said, as much as possible, try scraping intricate designs into the flesh at varying depths. Mm -hmm. Which, if you get the Pumpkin Master Carving Kit, they actually do have, I believe it's called the Sculpting Kit, mm -hmm. where you've got scrapers, where you're just scraping off the hard, and it's not even really hard, you're just taking off that dark orange uh, um outer rind yeah. so you're leaving the flesh and even that you can carve to varying depths mm -hmm. for shading and contrast how much light you want to exactly have, you know, go and through. how much definition you want to give to whatever it is you're carving mm -hmm. and they say the messemeister set contains an etching tool i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna get you at the end you'll be all set it may take a little extra elbow grease, but you can thin out the flesh so that light still shines through. And I will tell you, um, the Pumpkin Master Sculpting Kit, mm. their tools, they're not that expensive. They're reasonable. You can put them all in a pencil box. So even if you buy multiple kits, all of those tools will fit neatly in a pencil box. And you can have, like, get an orange pencil box. And that's your Halloween carving Sure. Toolkit. I literally have a pumpkin carving little, and it. I just happened to buy it from a Halloween place where it stores, it's essentially mm -hmm. a toolbox, but I paid the Halloween tax. Sure. I could have just gotten the You the were there. Box. Yeah. And Why they're not? like, I know how to get her. Yeah. Look, you can put Halloween all your tools thing. in here. Yeah. Here's a Halloween thing for pretty Jen Goodenough. Pretty much. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> you're going to want to put your pumpkin in a spot that's relatively dry and shady. Avoid grass and direct sunlight, mm. which <laughs> we all do the opposite because you're putting them on like your outdoor step to get in. Sure. And it is getting the sunlight. You you can't really Well, and avoid I mean, it. that's the international symbol of we've got candy. You have, it is. You have the lit up jack-o'-lantern out on your step. Yes. So like if you're new to the Halloween thing. And you've got a jack-o'-lantern lit up and you're not giving out candy, you're sending a mixed message. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. No. Not, not at least on Halloween night. No. Um this person suggests putting your pumpkin on a literal pedestal, which if you're gonna go that route, mm. they have what look like bodies that don't have the heads. Yeah. And you can get like a skeleton shape. I've seen the monster, like Frankenstein monster. I've seen like a Dracula shape. And then I've just seen what looks like, you know, could be a scarecrow. And then when you carve your pumpkin and put it on, that becomes the head. Mm. So their little pedestal body, it looks like a full creation. And they're fairly reasonable. I believe they're in the 20 to $30 range at, you know, your, your big box stores, your Lowe's, your Home Depot. And then you can use it. Year after year after year. Um, so little critters, squirrels, chipmunks, mice, etc., chickens, aren't the only gourd connoisseurs in your neighborhood. Deer love them too. Evans and Soria have found that putting jack-o'-lanterns right outside your door can dissuade larger animals from stopping by for a bite. So the closer they are to people, the less likely they are to be mm. consumed by your critters. It's pretty basic. Because squirrels, chipmunks, and their friends can't resist a carved pumpkin. I mean, it does smell really good, and that's what attracts them. Consider storing your jack-o'-lantern inside or somewhere protected outdoors, like an enclosed porch, if you have one, overnight and during other um, viewing downtimes. Bringing it in every night is what we recommend. Evan said if you bring it in for the hours when it's not on display, it will definitely give you the most time with your pumpkin. This might contradict the fact that pumpkins prefer a cool, dry place. But remember, you're also battling Mother Nature on multiple fronts, and you're just trying to outmaneuver her as long as you can. And the tough part is, like, especially up here in the Northeast, yeah, we in the get, States, like, it gets damp, it gets and we cold. Get, we get frost. And you get frost, yes. and, like, it's really a rough time of year to kind of keep something from the ground alive you exactly. know because the whole point <laughs> of that season is to basically kill everything or or put everything close to death you know so listen to this yeah we're gonna get into the bullshit part of this oh boy okay. here so we the go easiest and simplest and most effective way to keep your pumpkin fresh is to check on it like you would your house plants Karen <laughs> said tack this task onto your to-do list, like grabbing the mail, walking the dog, check on pumpkin. Excess sun and moisture can lead to the jack-o'-lantern's early demise. So ask yourself, does it need an extra pat dry? Can it be moved out of the sun and into the shade? If there's moisture underneath, relocate your pumpkin to a new spot until that other area dries. I don't even have kids and I don't have that kind of time. Listen to this. One of the most common questions we get is, how can I get my pumpkins to last longer or <laughs> forever? Soria said, 
what we like to tell people is some of the best things in life don't last forever. So the best thing you can do is take a photo. There you go. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take really. No, I'm going to take <laughs> pictures of everybody else's pumpkins. Okay. And then like five years from now, I'm going to be like, look at my work. So now we're going to get into some of the nitty gritties. Like, is bleach going to work? Mm, yeah. And debunk some of this stuff. Here? I am. Oh, okay. There have been discussions of submerging the pumpkins in bleach to get it to last longer and prevent mold development, which on the surface. Yeah, it seems tracks. like that math would work. This suggestion has been poo-pooed but, as the bleach makes the flesh of the pumpkin inedible to woodland critters. And instead, they recommend using vinegar. You get the same effect. effect yeah. But it can still be. Yeah, you're not eaten. killing because the community of... Uh... their whole point is they want you, once Halloween is over, to take your pumpkins Out to, to a woods. wilderness area, yeah. smash it, and let the Nature critters take eat its it. course, yep. yeah. So bleach, uh, <laughs> bleach would really throw a wrench in that plan. Exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. If you live near woods. Yeah. If you don't. Yeah, what if you live downtown? Well, then you just have to, because even if you use the vinegar, you can still throw it out with your green waste Mm -hmm. and it can still be composted and it won't negatively affect your compost because there are naturally occurring acids. So it's good if you, uh, you know, say you got a composting area Mm -hmm. in your small backyard downtown and you're just trying to be... Yep. You're, you're trying to be independent in the village, you mm-hmm. know, which is, you know, kind of an oxymoron. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, so if you have your little small compost pile where you're throwing like eggshells and leaves and I will all tell that you, if stuff, you throw your pumpkin in your compost, your compost you smells will, like pumpkin. You will get free pumpkin plants come spring. Yeah, because it's going to grow because of the seeds. Yes. If you put the seed stuff in yes. there. Yes. Yep. But if you don't do that, Right. If you leave your pumpkin whole like we do, I don't carve them anymore. So what you got to do is when you're gutting your pumpkin out (laughs) in the middle of the night, Mm -hmm. you go over to your neighbor's yard and and you you dig a hole Yep. and you bury the seeds in there and don't say anything. And then you're going to just fucking fuck them up the next year or two when they find out that they just got pumpkins. uh... Exactly. Wow. What a great game that would be. So given our love of jack-o'-lanterns here, there are events where you co- you can go and view hundreds or thousands of carved pumpkins at a clip. This is states-wide. Like, it's not in one place. And it truly, for me, as a Halloween lover, it makes my, my heart happy. I know there's a pumpkin house. It's either in West Virginia or Virginia. And then there are pumpkin houses in various states across not only the northeast but across these united states odds are you can find a quote-unquote pumpkin house somewhere near you if it's not in your immediate vicinity it's it's a conceivable you know trip Mm -hmm. not to mention if you're really into this art of pumpkin carving you can watch competitions with professional pumpkin carvers where they create huge, amazing masterpieces. And they're all over. You can host one yourself. You can watch them on Food Network. Um, Food Network pretty much features them with several options that run throughout the month of October. I know when we were in Salem, 
when we were chilling at night, we were watching those pumpkin carving competitions where they had a master pumpkin carver, they had a cake person, and then they had a sugar sculptor, Mm -hmm. and then they had to put all their shit together. And if you truly love carving your pumpkin and you love the look of the carved pumpkin, get one of those plastic pumpkins. Carve that bad boy, add a light, and now you have a perpetual pumpkin. You now have that forever pumpkin that that bitch was telling you (laughs) you can't have that you have to take a picture of. Yeah. And they're super reasonable, especially if you go to a craft store on November 1st. Because that shit will be at least 50% off. Your craft stores are usually more like 70 to 90% off. That's a good idea. Target is only 50%. Mm -hmm. But Yeah, if you you go to like a Michael's or Joanne's. You can also get a pre-carved version with a light, which is what I happen to have. Mm -hmm. And then you're done. Like you don't have to do anything. All you have to do is keep replacing the bulb and you're good to go Mm -hmm. unless Something happens to that light socket, and then, shocker, you can go on Amazon, and you can buy a replacement light yeah. with the new socket, socket new yeah. cord, all the, all, the, all the deets. All the electrics. Yeah. So, I mean, you really, truly can have a light-up perpetual pumpkin. What a time to be alive now, exactly. right? Holy. And I used to be an avid carver, but I've opted for this eternal light-up pumpkin mm-hmm. because we were usually... No, we are doing several things leading right up until Halloween. Mm-hmm. And because I don't just freehand, I actually do do a template and yeah. I actually do do the whole thing. I just don't have the time because yeah. it literally takes hours. I'm going to change your life right now. While the Pumpkin Masters kits are nice especially the sculpting kit, I cannot recommend enough the Dremel tool. It is a game changer. What used to take hours will now take one hour start to finish. You need to use bit number 191. They also have a pumpkin carving page on their website, so they're literally setting you up for success. And because it's small, fits in your hand, you are good to go. I I mean, is pumpkin flesh going to fly all over your house? Sure. Yes. Yes, it is. Is it going to get all over your clothes? Yes. Do it outside. Yes, it is. But if you do that shit outside, yeah. you are you are good. I When I discovered that there was a Dremel pumpkin carving bit, yeah. I was I like- I remember that day. I'm a uh, huge fan of the Dremel. Like, the Dremel is just, like... If you don't have a Dremel in your house, I think that is, like, the one tool that you really, truly need. Yeah. Because you can use it for everything. If you're a creative type... Yes. You can really use it for uh, just so much stuff. Yes. I mean, you can use it as a cutting tool. Mm -hmm. It's got the carving. Cutting, sanding, you can carve. You can polish. You can, I mean, just, like, anything. All the things. And you can hold it like a pencil like they have the attachment there where it's it's almost like a like a pen yeah. or pencil yeah. you know so you can get really um they say that the freehand drawing the design actually works the best because you are actually at the end of the day you're putting in less holes yeah. impressions mm-hmm. 
I prefer the template because I'm not just doing a simple design. I'm usually doing something more intricate. And it does poke the tiny holes in the flesh, but it, it really only does that outer rind. And it just gives you... Well, you know, you're going to take like, that out anyway. Exactly, so. exactly. Yeah. So that gets us to the carving out of the bottom, which I had only seen in my Halloween stuff just this year. Mm-hmm. And turns out people have been doing it for a wicked long time. And it's like, bastards. It's one of those closely guarded <laughs> yeah. secrets. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're not talking about the Colonel's secret recipe. We're talking about carving pumpkins. Well, Help these people out. Like those people that carved the the eight pumpkins. They might have got a few more days and yeah. they carved out the bottom. I mean, I they think, still weren't going to make it to no, Halloween. But. I think it's stuff like that. I was talking with somebody I used to work with that, um, like the internet, that's one thing the internet has changed because yeah. like you have people that were doing that and what they'll mm-hmm. tell you probably if you talk to them is they'll say that's the way we always did it yeah i didn't know anybody else did it different right you know yeah and then what happens is is you know you get the internet now where mm-hmm. you know if you had a really unique way or a different way mm-hmm. of doing something and you do it and then it gathers some attention everybody's like oh my god what the hell because that's with a lot like i love watching I love watching a lot of the life hacks, mm-hmm. you know, of like yeah. things that yep. people will do that are different and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, of course, like everything with the internet and especially social media, people are just doing it to do it. And so, yeah, that's like that five minute crafts that is one recommending where the dude something there, as a yeah. life hack. Don't. Yeah. Well, no, but don't. that's the one thing yeah. with a dude where they're doing the life hacks and he's yeah. just looking like, no, I just do this, you know. And, yes. And it's super, like, basic and common sense, you know. Yeah. But there, no, there are some really, really cool ones. And you look and you're like, oh, my God, I've been doing this my whole life. So, and, you know. <laughs> turns out the design of the ketchup bottle yeah. is for a reason. Mm-hmm. You don't squeeze it from the middle. Yeah. Where it indents on the side. Yeah. You squeeze it from the side. And as the air comes into the bottle, the ketchup pours out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. <sighs> no. And then you got to okay. ask, then you got to ask yourself, was that a design that they did or was that all on accident? Yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, that's just, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, yeah. I really just can never get like enough of it. Yep. And um, yeah, it's. So guys, next year, if you do the chicken pumpkin carving. Yeah, we need pics of that. You need to post those pics yeah. in yeah. the group. You know, you know what? We should we should put a pin in that. Yeah. And we should come up with some sort of... Uh, I actually know people with chickens. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We know a lot of people out here with chickens. Yes. And like if we could... There could be some sort of contest or something we could do. I, I have no problem trying to get tell that you, set up. Even if you put the happiest face on your pumpkin, by the time they're done with it. Yeah. No. It looks like it should be in a horror movie. I think, yeah. I Knowing this now and having a year yeah. to plan for it. And then the nice part is, is actually like you got all the fairs in the summer. Yeah. So we could talk to people. Yeah. And see yeah. what kind of support that could get. If we could do like a contest. Well, turns out. The vitamins, minerals, and nutrients in the pumpkin flesh mm. is actually really good 
for like cleaning out parasites and bacteria. That's like when your your dog or your cat has like a really bad bout of something mm -hmm. and they have like horrible diarrhea and yeah. or vomiting. They tell you don't give your your pet their food. Give them the rice, the pumpkin, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then you slowly start building, you know, then yeah. add like ground beef or chicken into it. And mm -hmm. then you work your way up to the food yeah. because that pumpkin is actually working to help destroy the bad bacteria and restore the good flora mm -hmm. in their digestive system. So that's why everybody is saying... Don't put bleach on your pumpkins. The yeah. animals need to eat it. Yeah. Well, no, and I, that just doesn't. It just doesn't sound right. There isn't really a whole lot of. I mean, bleach has its uses. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's it's nasty stuff, it is. boy. It is. It's really nasty. As someone with asthma, I can tell you that oh. the smell of bleach. Yeah. Does trigger oh, my definitely. coffee? Messes me up, and there's yeah. nothing. Yeah. technically wrong with my lungs you know other mm -hmm. than the fucking three quarters of a lifetime of heavy smoking, smoking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah it just um it's yeah i definitely my head's spinning on the whole chicken <laughs> pumpkin thing we're gonna yeah I'm gonna, i knew i knew this was gonna i'm gonna something i said here yeah. was gonna yeah, it's gonna reach you on a, a level. Way. Yeah, where... and I'm so glad it's this part. <laughs> yeah, no, because definitely that's um, yeah. Yep. Between talking to people at fairs and the people yep. we know already, yeah. do a contest. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll just do like the finalists, and mm -hmm. we could do that as a video. Now remember, and... guys, you got to do this probably the week leading up to mm -hmm. whenever, Halloween. Whenever you're gonna yep. decide it's done. So basically what you're saying. If you do it that way, you aren't cutting anything other than your quote unquote design. Mm -hmm. The animals do the rest. See, this is what I was going to ask. So mm -hmm. I don't just get a pumpkin and just put it out back and have four, you know, a dozen chickens go at it. Or, or unless, is that it? Unless you peel that, they have to smell it. It's the smell of the pumpkin... All right. So, do you like cut? You have the to cut. Top or? No, you you just cut that. Like a small piece. You you just cut a little bit. Like she did um, the triangular eyes, triangular uh -huh. nose. So what she did was she took a knife, and she just traced out the triangle, mm -hmm. and then like used just a paring knife peeled to peel the orange rind off. But didn't make a hole. No. Yeah. Okay. There's no holes. Your pumpkin yeah. is fully intact. And then they just and go to town. And she set it on the that. ground. And, they, and as soon as it hit the ground, the chickens came running. Yeah. And they started pecking immediately. Yeah. Yeah. It and, was great. And so everything, like they, the whole inside gets taken out and yeah. all that? Well, because they have the they small got the heads. small heads, yeah. In, that, in their skinny neck. Yeah. But also, just... too, the small chickens, the chicks, they go in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Nice. But, yeah. By the time they're done, she clean. You can put you you can put your candle in there. That's crazy. Yeah. No, I was just like that'd be a cool contest. Yeah. Because yeah. the cool part of the contest is you'd have no idea what you're getting. No. You know, there's no kind. I of, mean, you're, there's no skill to it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like it's just yes. You roll the dice and like you enter you your thing you and you get yep. what you get. You know. Oh man, I like it. <laughs> I like it. 
I hope I I'm gonna write that down. And, and don't forget. No, I'm gonna like work. That's like a year project for me to get that set up and going. Should we call it the Chico Lantern Challenge? I like it. I like it. Yeah. No, and we'll have it at a place. Like it'll be a big deal. There'll be like barbecue there. That's I'm thinking big on this, like real big. I like it. Oh my god! What if that starts like some sort of want to be starting something <laughs> starts like some kind of sport or something like that it'd oh be great God. yeah and here's the thing people would you be... don't even have to have chickens squirrels chipmunks yeah. they all we'd do have to it. do chickens for the start you gotta yeah. if you're making it a contest you gotta stru- structure it out somehow yeah and chickens are pretty uh you know domesticated so but again speak, i mean you know. even if you live in uh in an urban area yeah. you've got squirrels uh, you've depends. got it depends You've where you are. You've got chipmunks. Yeah. You know, so it's yeah. conceivable. It depends where you are. Rats. You know. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll start out with chickens. <laughs> and then we can have different, uh, you yeah. know, different classes. When you, yes, when you submit your. Yeah, your the chicken class. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the rodent class. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's great. I uh, love it already. Yeah. No, I definitely, this is going to be a reality. Yeah, this is going to be a thing. I'm going to remember this more, unfortunately, than the story you told me today about that crazy. Stingy Jack? No, no. You told me some crazy story, and um, I was hoping to remember it because I was going to have you bring it up here, and I unfortunately forgot. No, it was a weird, like, true crime type story that you told me, and uh, uh, it's totally gone out of my head. And, uh, yeah, we were driving or or maybe we were here. I don't know. Oh, the medical, the weird medical stuff? Like the guy that had his uh, twin in him? Yes. Yeah. But you just ruined it right there. <laughs> so that's, you're so good at that. You're so good at ruining <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So just to tell everybody, yeah, you're telling me, the story yeah. of this guy from what was it, India or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it was India. Yeah, but that's not the only place huge, it's happened. No, it's happened all over, and I've read stories of it. But yeah. we were talking about just like how, I would like to do an how episode fucked on up it shit because gets. it actually yeah. is a condition. Yeah, so like this it's guy, happened so much they've named yeah. it. Yeah, it's got a name, and uh, basically this guy has this huge stomach and all that, and then yeah. like he falls down and. You know, he's not feeling well and all that. And they bring him in, they cut him open, and, like, all this just, like, yellow ooze and all this yeah. stuff comes out. And then they find out that he had a twin yeah. when he was born, and it was just living off of him. Yeah. And it was, like, like it a legitimate, a like, it had a hand. And that's what the doctor and, felt when he put yeah. his hand when inside his When he put his, his hand in there, he felt the a hand yeah. in his yep. stomach. It had, like, a um, yeah. like a cord, like the umbilical cord. Yeah. And that cord was... Was absorbing all of the nutrients from all of the food that yeah. this guy was eating. It's parasite. Yeah. Yeah. His yeah. brother. His yep. parasitic, yep. half-mutated brother. Yeah. It was. Uh. It consisted of bone, hair, skin, <sighs> nails. Jeez. All the signs of a grown man. <laughs> oh, man. And the doctor that... had said um, that had this gone unchecked, like if mm-hmm. they hadn't removed it, that that twin would have mm. killed him because yeah. it was no, literally sucking the life You brought that story up yeah. and you delivered it a lot better than just now. Yeah. You know, by telling the end first. 
you know, but, um, yeah. but yeah, I remember saying like, I've heard multiple stories yes. of that and it's just yep. a weird phenomena. Yep. You know, people that have tumors removed and yeah. they find like teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Teeth on a tumor and hair. Yeah. yeah, so like it's I said, so it weird. has a condition, and I would love to do an episode yeah. on that condition. I don't know. We don't do that kind of stuff on here. We don't. That's a... <laughs> yeah. No, we'll... We were talking, guys, and we think next year the show's about to get weird. Yeah, we're definitely going to do weirder things next year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we elaborate on some things, not much in the weird end, but yeah, we elaborate on more things uh, with the, the hot sauce challenge because we're answering some uh fans questions and yeah and things like that but um yeah it's definitely yeah there's that's what i just like just when you think you've seen like weird everything. things and, and all you're this, like i'm not even gonna say everything but like it, can't get any weirder than yeah, this yeah it doesn't get weirder yeah. than this and then yeah then it's you, like just it's like, like the universe goes and, here hold my beer yeah well, and then you're like, like what <laughs> that's like the frogging like yeah i can't get over how much frogging is a thing and like like, it's happened so much. It's got it's got, it's got its, its own it's name. It's a term, yes. you know. And like the the frogging thing, like if you're not aware of that, what it is is it's basically people that live in your home. Yeah, and you don't know they live there. Like no. they they've either got a spot like up in the attic, or they found like in the this wall secret spot yep. in the wall where they can hang. Mm-hmm. And then like when you leave or you're sleeping, they go out and yeah. You know, help themselves, help to, themselves your to your shit in mm-hmm. the in their fridge and stuff yep. like that. And like again, like I've heard those stories before, mm-hmm. but just the frequency of how much it happens is crazy. And then you got the person there, and it's like you're watching like a show or you're hearing the story, and they're like four months later. It's like four months. months. It's like <laughs> oh my god. I'm like if I. You know me. I hear a noise, and I'm like two in the morning. I, do the same I need thing. to find that sound. I will you know. be here, and like oh. when the when the pressure in the air shifts, the the attic door makes like a popping. Yeah, because it's like it's yeah. like a suck push. Yeah, yeah, it's just shifting. Yeah. yeah, no, I am upstairs in that attic. Yeah. Oh. If you're up here, motherfucker, I'm finding you. Well, that's that's times like Dean will be upstairs. Like, yeah. this sounds like a fucking person's upstairs. So does Mystique, you know, and she's eight she's pounds. She's eight pounds. No, but I mean, like, yeah. Dean's definitive. Yeah. Like, it you're sounds. You're like, oh. Because he's 130 mm-hmm. pounds, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'll just hear something. I'll be like, oh, shit. And then I'll look, and I'll be like, all right, is the light on over here? Mm-hmm. Is he at the foot of the bed? Because if it's flat, dark downstairs, and yeah. I hear that, I'm up. Yep. I'm up, and I'm checking it mm-hmm. out. And like I'm gonna find the source of the noise, yeah. and then I look, and it's like it's either boots or, or it's Dean. Yeah, you know, up through there. But yeah, I'll sit there, and it's just like, oh yeah, three months later, I'm still watching TV, and I think I'm going crazy. And it's like you don't have to think you're going crazy. You are. You are fucking crazy because <laughs> you've been dealing. You just let this go for three months. I oh my, oh my god. It's I'd like have watching not- the the ghost hunting shows where they've been in their house for like 11 years and this crazy shit has been happening like stuff flies off the wall strange handprints are appearing and it's like for 11 years you've had these you wake up with these scratches on your body just abuse for you know five years four years you know it's like uh uh-uh yeah man i got no room (laughs) for that shit man 
I got no room for it. It's, People. It's, I know. I just, I, it amazes. Like, I, I remember we were watching something with frogging on TV. And yeah. Like, and I turn you, I'm like, I can't believe like the obliviousness of some people. No. And, and just also the complacency yes. of some people. Yes. And the more I see these stories, right. And the more yes. I see this stuff, it's like, how the hell do you have that kind of complacency in your life? And you're still alive. I mean, I know you're suffering, so I I don't feel sorry for you with that because, you know, heaven forbid you'd be like, this is uncomfortable. I should do something about it. Nope. Just, you know, you. I remember you watching Dr. Pimple Popper. Yeah. And I just look, I'm like, how, how do you let that go? Yeah, yeah like they start you know, out oh, with it started with a, little, it was a pimple. It was a pimple. And, and then, then it just started growing. S- yeah. And I've had it now for Six 11 years. years. You're 11 years. <laughs> What? The one guy had, it was like a hump on his back. And he was a mechanic. He couldn't even get underneath the cars anymore. It's like an extra 40 pounds on you. You know, I mean, I just like, I don't. And I love her reaction. 20 years? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Like, what the hell's wrong with you? Why didn't you go to a doctor? Get it looked at. Well, I did go to this one doctor and they drained it, but it's still here. I just, yeah, oh my God. I call it Pete. You know, it's got a fucking name yeah, and shit. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I, oh yeah. my goodness. I don't understand. I yeah. don't understand. I don't understand that kind of complacency. I don't. No. I, I have it in my family mm-hmm. and I see it and my whole life I've just stared at it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I don't know how you get that complacent. Mm-hmm. And and it's just, uh, you know, it's Wednesday. You know, it's like, no, it's not just Wednesday. It's Wednesday and you have this fucking thing on your back or it's wednesday and you keep hearing that stupid sound in the house you know it's wednesday and you haven't been able to stand perfectly straight for 15 <laughs> for years 15 years yeah oh my god yeah just don't even get me started I, yeah it's just uh it's amazing it really is like i said i don't understand I don't. A complacency i don't yeah you know, and I see that too. Like it, it for me, it's everything. It's like bad relationships and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, oh, you know, he drives me nuts. And it's like, oh yeah, haha. You know, just laughing. You know, because yeah. you think you're just, you know, kind of, you know, just having, you know, having fun in the day. And then, and then, it, you know, it gets serious. And it's like, no, I can't stand him or I can't stand her. And it's like, then why are you still together? Move. Yeah. You know, oh, it's because of the kids. It's like, great. So you're going to show your kids this most toxic relationship. Yeah, you're showing ever. your children. You know, I mean, like, an toxic, I'm not toxicity. a big fan of divorce. I yeah. came from a divorce. And yeah, like, no. I really think couples should try, you know, and like really work it I'm out. Because take, like I'm, the the nuclear household really is an amazing best, thing. Yes. It really is. If it's working. Right. You know, but if it's not working, yeah, there, you know, you should pull the eject cord. But try everything and and because you're also telling your kids that that like you can't just here's a you know thought. you can you can try this and, and maybe save it but even if it's gone you're like look i've tried everything i can yeah you know how about before you even commit to a person okay i'll i'll before you even move in together yeah talk 
You need to talk. You're fucking crazy. You <laughs> need to be talking about everything. everything yeah. You need to talk about children, how you feel about children, yeah. how you feel about raising children. You need to talk about finances, how you view money, how you deal with money, yeah, how but you also... look at things. Because when you're together, yeah. if you have these two completely different people, yeah. that's going to be a problem. No, and work. those are the two biggest problems yeah. that cause Problems in relationships. No, and that's where I got to laugh when people bag marriage, you know, and mm -hmm. they say, oh, marriage never works. It's like, no. 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 <laughs> Finding the right person, person to marry doesn't work. Exactly. You know, that's like, that's yeah. the work. That's yeah. the hard stuff. Yeah. You find the right person. Yes. Marriage is actually yes. fucking beautiful. And I'm going to tell you something. Thing, if something you know. bad happens one time. Yeah. It's going to happen again. Yeah. It's not going to be a one-off. Well, and it's not easy either. Like, no. you know, like, you know, even our relationship, yes. we get along really well, exceptionally yes. well. But we have our moments, you we know, where. We do, but, but. But it's a different deal altogether, you know. You and, can disagree with someone. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Or you can have an issue with something someone said yeah. or did or the way they said or did something. And still something. respect them and love them. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Because at the end of the day. We still talk it out, even yeah. if it isn't at that yeah. time. Or even if we just give each other space. Yes, you know, I mean, exactly. it's just that type of you, stuff, but the respect's there. Give yourself you know, time the to... The moment you lose that respect yes. and love, oh, yes. man, you got nothing. No, you got you're nothing not getting it back. No, it's hard, boy. You know, trust because is Because there's always going to be... Trust is a big thing, A little man. bit there. Trust, even, even if you're working yeah. and you're both actively working on building that respect mm -hmm. and trust back... It's never going to be 100% like it was. Is, trust is very temperature sensitive. Mm -hmm. It's very temperature sensitive. And, and once you disturb that, boy, it's hard. You know, yep. it's real hard because you're just going to have that in the back of your head the whole time. Mm -hmm. You're like, well, they're capable of doing this. Yeah. You they know. did it once. Yeah. And that's not even just relationships. It's friends. Yeah. It's all that stuff, yeah. you know. Yep. And that's the basic stuff, why you got to be reliable and, mm -hmm. you know, all that stuff. But. So I looked up the, because uh, it was a recent record mm -hmm. with the world's largest pumpkin uh, yes. for Guinness. And that was uh, October 9th of this year. Yes. And um, this guy, Travis uh, uh, Genger, G-I-E-N-G-E-R, um, this thing's insane. 2,749 yes. pounds. And for those who use on the, uh, the metric scale of things, 1,246.9 kilograms. That's huge. That is. However, when I was looking at this, my attention totally got distracted to the heaviest carrot. But wait, before you get to the heaviest carrot, yeah. did you know that there's actually a pumpkin kayak contest where you carve a hole into one of those big, huge pumpkins? Of course there is. And you turn it into a kayak? Yeah. And you launch your pumpkin kayak into, it's supposed to be a river, but if I'm being honest, guys, it looked like a creek. And a you, creek. You go, <laughs> a deep parts. one, though. Yeah. <laughs> and whoever goes the farthest wins in their pumpkin kayak. And they showed a lot of people as soon as they sit in their pumpkin oh, in the water. sure. Sploosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So the heaviest carrot. Yes. 22.44 pounds. Wow. 
that that's a lot of carrot cake. It's that big. Things fucking huge. Could you imagine if you went to the farmer's market okay. and you saw that thing? <laughs> As a gardener, I'm going to tell you that that's actually not one carrot. That's like three carrots that fused together and then it just became this behemoth. But it's one carrot, yeah. you know, because yep. it's the at root. At the end of the day. At yeah. the end of the day and the root They there. fused all yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 10.17 kilograms. 22 and a half pounds. <laughs> that thing is huge. That's four mystiques. All carrot. <laughs> All carrot. You're lucky she's not in here because she would be quite offended to be called a carrot. I'm trying to think like 22 pounds. How many pies? How many or how many carrot cakes that would be? It'd be one big carrot cake. It would. Yeah. Because it depends on how carroty and how you cook your carrots. Because some people shred it. Yeah. Shred their carrot. And some people, like, mash it. Mm-hmm. It probably tastes like shit anyways. It's, uh... Yeah, it wouldn't taste good. Yeah. Well, so that's jack-o'-lanterns and pumpkins and pumpkin care. And we got a new festival that I got to plan. <laughs> I, got a, I got a year's... Uh, I got a year to plan a, a festival, which is fine, you know, and a contest, which I'm looking forward to. I gave you homework. I, I'm sorry. You didn't give me homework. You gave me an assignment. That's I did. Uh, no homework about that. The homework I got to do. I just but, gave you like a science experiment you know, for the science fair. It's not even a science experiment. Like, I. I have an event to plan. You know, that's hey, uh, yeah. So parents. If your kid needs a project yeah, yeah. for the science fair, uh-huh. here you go. Yeah. Because you can get a pumpkin in the grocery store, especially the little pie pumpkins. You can get them year round. Mm-hmm. So you could do a version of this and, you know, just leave it out there. Just cut some, you know, yeah. take some flesh off and then Have a talk about the about healthy it. aspects and you could- of. Call Pumpkin. it a, you can call it a cluckin. That's a, <laughs> that would be the speak. Cause you know, it's going to get slang. Yeah. There's going to be certain slang yep. for things. And that's, that's, that's cluckin. <laughs> All right. So, uh, again, thanks, yeah. uh, thanks to the fans for sending the questions to, uh, absolutely the hot sauce wing challenge and, or the hot from all Halloween over the world we yeah, got questions. Yeah, no, it's 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 really uh really sweet and uh very, very thankful and blessed about it. Uh again, you can uh go to our website and on the top end, uh upper right hand side is where you can connect to our social media links and there is our YouTube channel mm-hmm. where you'll see one movie, one video, mm. Uno video. <laughs> Under 30 minutes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, yeah, we're hoping to push a little more content uh, bit by bit out through there. Yeah. But it was a fun experience to uh, learn about that and definitely get us uh, the wheels turning for next year uh, to introduce more video and, and things of that nature. Um, yeah, again, you know, just third Halloween. We yeah. are here. Yep. And uh, thanks for, for listening to us. And uh, we look forward to doing another to yep. get to fourth. Uh, but yeah, if you can, uh, you know, 
check out the uh, the video. Watch yeah. us uh, suffer. Plow through uh, some hot sauce and yeah, like us and all that neat stuff. Mm-hmm. I'd say subscri- subscribe, but you might not see a video for a while. But ah, yeah, but you can right. subscribe. You're yeah. uh, you're on the docket to you know you're on the you're on the ability to get notified if something does come right. through. So um, yeah, next episode. Stanford prison experiment. Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, we're back to back to the old back to the grind, back to the old stuff, you know, and uh, yeah, I think that's it. I don't think we really have rules. Well, no, I'm just saying as uh, anything additional. And nope. um, post your Halloween costumes. Yes, please. Yeah. We mentioned it on the video. And if you don't watch the video and if you don't dress um, up. Post your children's pictures in their costumes, please and thank you. Yeah, yeah. It is my favorite. Yeah. It's my favorite time of year. Yeah. I love to see the kids in the costumes. Or if you got a- My favorite costume ever was a little boy, and he had a cardboard box on him, and the cardboard box was painted to look like SpongeBob. Well, it was colored to look like SpongeBob. I can't say they used paint. Yeah. I think they used whatever sure. <laughs> they had available. Butter. And- <laughs> He fell over, and because it was a box, he couldn't. He couldn't get, get up. up. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> it's it like Randy great. on Christmas Story. <laughs> yes, can't get up. It was great. Can't move my arms. It was great. Yeah, he is still yeah. my favorite. No, def. Please share. Uh, you know, any Halloween costumes you see or cool ones, and then also. Take a picture of your jack-o'-lantern. Yep. And you could share it yep. on the Facebook group That's as well. That's how you save it forever. Yeah, yeah. You could immortalize it in the uh, Oh, the Horror Podcast Facebook group. I mean, yeah. maybe we could even do an impromptu things. judging. Maybe. We could incorporate that next yeah. year, too. Separate yeah. separate deal. You know, Cluckfest is going to be, you know, a separate deal. Oh, i got to find a good name for that. But in the, the chi- meantime. The Chick-O-Lantern. Rule number one. No Ouija boards. Number two. No dolls. Three. No capes. <laughs> Number four. No blood rituals. <laughs> Rule five. No cults, satanic or otherwise. No. <laughs> Rule six. No apathy. You need to act to help enact the positive change in this world. Say yeah. hello. Say please and thank you. Yeah. Tip your servers. You know, leave the quarter in the shopping cart for I the think, next person. I think Dalton and Roadhouse said it best. Be nice. <laughs> Next rule. Don't engage with black-eyed people, not just the children. Yeah. The yeah. peoples. Yeah, the peoples, kids, adults, yep. things. <laughs> and last but not least. Just listen. I think I have a possible number nine. No bleach. <laughs> no bleach. I don't know, man. We do some true crime, babe. I know. And bleach is, you know, bleach might be your friend. Just saying, we're here to help at the end of the day, man. We don't want to push people away. We want to bring them in, be their friends, offer good advice. You know, whether it's, you know, pumpkin upkeep for your jack-o'-lantern or getting rid of that body that you Well, if I'm being honest, with. I don't think bleach is the best, really, for no, that. Because no. <clears throat> it does leave a residual. Yeah. Maybe try one of those enzyme cleaners because it's yeah. the protein in the blood. Or if you're a homesteader, we'll give you the best advice ever. Just get a pig. Or a couple. Yeah, a couple. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And just got some poop to manage. Yeah. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody.
<laughs> have a great day, a wonderful week. And make your choices. <laughs> Take care.